I cannot think of a better way to start this morning than to start with Psalm 133. Listen to these words. It's very short. I believe you can follow me. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. The first verse of Psalm 133 ends with an exclamation point. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. I want to commend the church for all the efforts that were done this past week to work together and to work for the benefit of others. I commend you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All men shall know that we are his disciples by the love we have one toward another. Three major projects were completed this past week, or, or great portions of them were completed by the efforts of many of you working together, working diligently, working sacrificially, working cheerfully. And it rejoices my heart and it rejoices many of your hearts because you've told me so. I especially want to thank several of the leaders, Mark Grimm and Brother Jeff and Brother Ed and Brother Dave Taylor and Brother Bernie Sharon and the efforts they made to lead, plan, organize and complete these projects. Regarding the widows across the street, remember a 91-year-old woman, a 91-year-old woman, do you know how old her children might be? Her children are 70-year-old women. They can't help, and they live there on the street as well. They took pictures, and they said they were going to Standing Springs Baptist Church this morning to show their pastor how things ought to be done. Um, because they had pictures of some hard-working youth in their yard and some adults helping clean up a yard that had not been touched for a long time. We're very thankful for that. I'm thankful to be a member of a church where so many are so willing to do so much sacrificially for others. I commend you leaders. I commend you for keeping it peaceful and doing things wisely and accommodating all the different ideas that different people have and for helping the project get done. And for all of you helpers that came out and worked hard to accomplish a lot, thank you very much. In addition to this wonderful statement about God's opinion of brethren working together in unity, that it is precious like perfume running down Aaron's beard and dripping onto his garments when he was ordained the high priest of Israel. It was a special perfume and a special ointment. The ingredients for it are given to us in the Word of God. And as it ran down, the aroma filled the place. And that is to God a, an emblem of how precious it is when we get along with one another, love one another, and serve one another in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And then it's compared to with a metaphor of dew. The dew that comes upon Mount Hermon in the Bible and the dew that settled on the mountains of Zion. Dew's a wonderful thing. It waters the earth every night. And it was compared to the blessing that was declared in Mount Zion. Life forevermore. 
We get to assemble today on this, the Lord's Day, and worship God according to the promise He's given us of eternal life. He promised eternal life before the world began to His elect by covenant. But it's in time when that eternal life is brought to light through the gospel. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 10 tells us that eternal life was given to us according to the purpose of God before the world began, but it's brought to light by the gospel. Furthermore, Jesus taught us in Matthew chapter 5, Let your light so shine before men that they may behold your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That is our ambition. And it is a consuming ambition that how we conduct ourselves in life brings honor and glory to our Father in heaven. May the Lord receive our sacrifice that was made by your blisters, sweat, time, effort, and expense over this past week. I believe that the Lord looked down from heaven and said, and do not think me disrespectful if you have read your Bibles. I believe the great God looked down from heaven and said to his angels and saints, look at those eager beavers in Greenville. Look at the three projects they've taken on this week. You say, well, that's almost disrespectful. Have you read the book of Job? Hast thou considered my servant Job? That there is none like him in the earth. An upright man that feareth God and escheweth evil. And I hope that he looks upon us and sees us willing to serve others, to love one another, and to live peacefully with each other. It's a great blessing. It is very good and it's very pleasant. And it deserves an exclamation mark. Let us pray. Our Holy Father, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that the great mystery of godliness has been fulfilled in our lives. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. We thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ of whom that verse speaks. He is the great mystery of godliness and there is no controversy about the point because those six aspects are neglected and ignored and rejected by the world but loved and taken and defended by us. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for it. We thank thee that the Lord Jesus Christ sits at thy right hand, a Savior forevermore, And that we are preserved in Him forever. And not one can or will be lost. But everyone will be presented before your holy throne by Him who loved us and gave Himself for us. He shall declare, for He is not ashamed of us, that we are His brethren. And that all the children that you gave Him to redeem, He shall present before your throne. We thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth. We thank Thee for our Savior, Jesus Christ. We love Him this day. And our intent in this hour is that we would lift up His holy name and that we would proclaim His holy gospel and that we would defend His holy truth and that we would love His holy children, the saints of God assembled in this house. Our Father in heaven, we come before Thee still in the flesh and therefore we have temptations that assail our souls. We have weakness.
We sleep when we should be awake. We wake with worry when we should be asleep. Father in heaven, have mercy upon us and deliver us from our sins and from our sinfulness. Forgive us all our sins of commission and omission that we might stand holy before thee this day. Our Father, we pray for our nation that you will yet preserve it in peace and liberty, that your saints scattered across it may continue to meet in assemblies like this and preach your word without fear of punishment. Heavenly Father, we pray for our rulers, that you will give them wisdom, that you will deliver them from their enemies, and that you would overrule their ignorance and malice whenever it appears in their decisions. Our Father in heaven, we pray for your churches throughout the world, that you will be with each one of them this day and bless them. We especially pray for our brethren in Howell, that they will rejoice at these two 18-year-old young men who are committing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ in newness of life by the waters of baptism. Our Father, we thank Thee for the truth, all the truth that You have shown us. We are bound to give thanks always to Thee, O Lord, that we are beloved of Thee and that Thou hast chosen us from the beginning to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. We are not worthy of the least of all Your mercies, nor of all the truth that You have shown us. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that You will increase our love of that truth and that we will defend that truth against all who oppose it. And there are many. Heavenly Father, we live in the perilous times of the last days when men have turned their ears away from the truth and are turned unto fables. They have sought after a heap of teachers that would scratch the itching lusts of their ears rather than to submit themselves and endure sound doctrine. Heavenly Father, the prophecy is fulfilled in our eyes. We see it around us. We feel it in our own bones. But we pray that, O Lord, You would lift us up by Your Spirit, that we would love the sound of Your Word, that we would love every precept that it teaches us, that we would humble ourselves before it, and that we would cheerfully endure the preaching of it. In this assembly, and the one to follow, we pray, Blessed Father, that by Your Spirit, You would stir us up in the inner man and give us strength and give us focus and enlighten our eyes and be the spirit of wisdom in the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ and the truth of the gospel that we might rejoice together in what you have done for us, what you have shown us, and what you have asked us to earnestly contend for. Our Father, we pray for those that are traveling We think of our brother at his aunt's funeral in Virginia. We think of our young friends and brother and sister, Travis and Jennifer, in Florida with their family and Hillary's graduation. We pray for those that are sick, that you would raise them up, that you would keep them safe while they travel, and bring them all back to us again. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the forgiveness of sins. We confess our sins to Thee. And rejoice in the fact that we have forgiveness now and forgiveness in the great day when we will be declared righteous through the perfect righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose righteousness we come before thee this day. Father, there is no God beside thee. 
We thank thee that in the fullness of time you sent forth your son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. And Heavenly Father, we thank thee that you have chosen us Gentiles and grafted us in to that tree from which you cut out so many of the Jews that we might partake of the fatness and the oil of your kingdom. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, and we pray that we might fulfill the words of our Savior, that the kingdom would be given to that nation that would bring forth the fruit thereof. May we this day return to thee the fruit that we owe thee. That is the praise of our lips, giving thanks to thy name for all that thou hast done for us. We thank thee to be in this place together, and we pray now that you will bless all that we say and do. To the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Ghost, in whose name we pray, amen.